Good morning. This is Peter Lewis here for the next half an hour. In today's programme, we'll give you some advice on how to make good food choices. You might find this helpful if you've been up late snacking whilst watching the World Cup. Jimmy Lamb will speak to a listener who's the co-founder of a co-working space company to hear about some of her challenges. And we'll also look at investing in wine. Don't forget to email us with any questions, comments or suggestions. Moneytalk at rthk.hk is the address. Or message us on our Facebook page, Money Talk Extra, on RTHK Radio 3. Never before has society been so consumed by what goes into our mouths. Many people want to eat healthily to lose weight, to fight diseases and also for environmental and fair trade reasons. Numerous studies prove that eating more whole foods as well as more vegetables and fruits is beneficial to our health. But how does it affect our wealth? And can we eat healthily without at the same time blowing our weekly food budget? I'm joined now by Chris Gallagher, Executive Chef and Food Service Manager of Hong Kong Academy. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Are you finding that people are more focused these days on healthy eating? Yeah, uh, more and more so. And of course, the media and the uh, Internet of Things makes it uh, it's in everybody's face wherever they go. But how do we achieve it? It's one of those things that's good to talk about. We see a lot of programs about it on the television. How do we actually go about making sure we do it? That's the problem. Actually, we probably should turn off a lot of the news information that we're getting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not classical news, but Internet and things. It's a lot of confusing information. It's not that complicated. Yeah, but is it expensive? That's the thing, isn't it? There's this sort of impression that if you want to go out and eat healthy foods, organic foods, whatever, you've got to pay more money to do it. I'm glad you brought up organic because there's no uh, real solid evidence that organic equals healthy or more nutritious. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's some argument for organic for environmental concerns, um, that the pesticides are less uh, damaging Mm -hmm. and getting in the soil, etc., uh, I'm not even sure that that's well uh, evidenced, but for health, nutrition, there's very little difference. There's no noticeable difference between a regular conventional carrot and an organic carrot. So that's mm-hmm. one way you can save a lot of money by um, choosing wisely, especially if you're going to chop something up and throw it in a stew. Maybe if mm-hmm. you want a nice uh, uh, organic salad or something like that, you could you could splurge once in a while. But for your, your common vegetables, it's not really necessary. And I think you back up a little bit and the nutritional information that we have, the best of our knowledge of nutritional information is eat more vegetables, green vegetables Mm -hmm. especially, eat more fruits, reduce the portion of uh, fats and proteins, uh, eat about half of your starches from whole grains. I mean Mm -hmm. those are pretty simple answers and they don't require a big pocketbook to achieve. Mm But some people do sort of equate healthy eating also with the environmental aspect, don't they? They want to support fair trade. They want to protect the environment as well. Should you separate those out maybe? I think, I think if you're, if you're concerned about your own, uh, and your family's, uh, well-being, you have to look at those as separate issues because Mm. there are some very good, let's say fair trade organizations. There are some fair trade organizations that are just adding a premium for a label. Uh, that's true with most food industries. There are some people adding a premium for simply adding a label. And then there are some people making some very artisanal quality products and they're, they're putting in a lot of energy to make a premium product. So, mm-hmm. of course, whenever you have a higher price to pay for something, people will try to get that price even if they haven't earned it. 
So sticking with the healthy aspects, yeah. how do we go about shopping for healthy food without blowing our budget? Well, I think, I mean, some of the, the standard advice is stick to the uh, outside ring of a, a traditional supermarket, which is all the fresh foods. Mm. Uh, avoid a lot of things that are processed and packaged mm. uh, because not only do they maybe have additives you don't want, um, they have a lot more salt. They have a lot of the nutrition, let's say, in the vegetables cooked out of them, whereas in the fresh foods or even the flash frozen foods, they still have a very high nutrition content, fresh meats, seafoods. And they're not going to be expensive. And they're not going to be, yeah. They're not, well, there's no labor put into them. You're going to put mm. the labor in. Right? Yeah. Now, one of the things people get a lot of angst about is best before dates on food. I know quite a few people who throw out what seems to be food that's still edible just because it's got a best before date on it. What's the advice about that? Is it well, really uh, necessary to do that? Uh, in some things, you want to be careful. So there's two, two kinds of dates. There's a best before, which is a suggestion about quality. Mm flavor or, or crunchiness or something like that. And then there's a use by and use by is a, a determination that over this safe limit, microbe counts are no longer within our, um, our, the company's concern of control. So they okay. feel that after that, they can no longer guarantee the microbe counts would be low enough to be safe. There is of course milk. If I have uh, milk that's past the use-by date and I'm going to cook with it, I'm going to make a, a soup, say, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a, an act to kill any harmful microbes. So as long as the flavor or the smell is not off, it's not going to affect my soup and it's perfectly safe to use in that application. So you have to think through what you're using it for. So a, a best before date really means it's not unsafe to eat after that. It just may have passed sure. um, it, be its best. It may not be a, right. Best it, that's a product taste. quality. That's the image of the company. They want you to mm. only think of them when you have the highest quality. And so they put best before dates on a lot of things that are actually virtually unperishable. So we could be wasting quite a bit of money by throwing food away just because it, it's sure. passed. It's you can look. You can look on any bag of salt which will last forever. It's a mineral. It's a mm. rock. And it has a best before date. Now, is good quality healthy food easy to cook at home or do we need to dine out more if we want to eat healthily? I would say probably the the opposite. The, the Unless you're going to particular restaurants that focus on nutritional information on their menus or on their websites and focus on less fat, uh, more whole grains, more vegetables – you're probably better off making those choices at home. Mm. And you can do very healthy meals in one pot. I make one pot pastas or risottos, uh, even steam rice in the steamer and put the vegetables in in the last 10 minutes and it all cooks up with very limited fuss, half hour meal when I get home. Uh, it doesn't have to be complicated. In order to do this, though, without sort of overspending, presumably you do need to plan a bit your weekly shopping, don't you, in terms of the things that you really need to buy and, and perhaps even equipment that you need to invest in, maybe? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, if you have a two-burner, in, in Hong Kong, we mostly have two-burner hobs. They work fine uh, for most things. You can cook rice on a two-burner hob. You don't need a fancy, uh, you know, uh, rice cooker or, or a sous vide machine or something like that. Um, take Take a piece of chicken, lean meat without the skin, dice it up, brown it in a little light, maybe olive oil or vegetable oil, not expensive, uh, in the bottom of a pan, add some aromatic vegetables, carrots, celery, onions, uh, throw the rice in, 
start stirring it, add in some vegetable stock or broth, chicken broth, stir and cook. It takes about 20 minutes and you have a creamy risotto. Chris, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. You heard there from Chris Gallagher, executive chef and food service manager of Hong Kong Academy.